then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys? Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. Welcome to the Fighting Fit Podcast. I'm Niall. I'm Chris, and uh, we've got some big news this week. So, Chris, do you want to tell everybody? Yeah, Brandon and Chloe had a wee baby, little baby Mason Mulligan. Uh, it was all kept on the deal while everything was uh, was happening. Congrats. Worst kept secret. Yeah, everyone, everyone knew. Where's Brandon? Where's, Where's Brandon? Brandon? Haven't seen him in a couple of days. Has he had the baby? No. I don't know. I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> She's ready to go, though, but he hasn't had the baby, I swear. You're being weird. So, so um, right, Mason's uh, healthy. He's I think he's six pounds, just around that there. It's um, like six six pounds, thirteen ounces, or something like that. Uh, already, he's been uh, claimed to be the best Pilates baby ever. The be- probably the best boxing baby of all time, um, after Conor McGregor's son. Oh yeah, uh, but to who's it? Neve was saying something along the lines of like uh, he'll have abs in two weeks. Probably, Brandon probably already hasn't doing like Russian twists or something like that. He actually looks very, very like Brandon. He's yeah, very, I agree. Very cute little baby. So congratulations to Chloe and Brandon. He's fully deserved, and I wish us all the best. Brandon's delighted. He, I can imagine. I'd say he's. I'd say he's even more humble than before. Yeah, yeah. That's how humble is a good way. He probably just has a peaceful zen around him now. A little bubble. He, of peace. He was explaining to me. He's like Chris. You don't understand. You just don't we understand don't understand. You don't understand how much I love that little, that little kid. And. Uh, you're right, I don't I don't understand. But and then he doesn't even understand how much Chloe loves it. Yeah, like his levels. Well I was I was FaceTiming when I was talking to him about it and um, I was getting emotional through through the camera just the way yeah, he was describing yeah. it. It's like oh there's a wee baby, like I'm an uncle again. That's yeah. It's my very, very for cool. my little brother. It's Yeah, that is cool. Your little man, your younger sibling has a baby. <sighs> scary stuff. It's cool. If my younger sibling had a baby I'd have to kill her. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's too young um, and then on top of that uh, week one of the kickstarter is just finished yeah guys Saturday. what is it we are day six of the kickstarter challenge 3.0 uh, it's our busiest challenge to date um, I think we must have like 60 60 or 70 people taking part and everybody from what I can see so far everybody is doing really well um, some lots of tasty meals seeing, I'm seeing posts in the group um, our first our, our workout program our new 12 week workout program has also began this week so our kickstarters and, our, and our, our regular members are tracking their sets and the reps on the app so um, we can ensure that, progression exactly um, so oh, guys we also have we also have online workouts as well so uh, yes that's every a, single day that's a big feature that people are a lot of people are giving us positive feedback and that so the way it works now guys is if you can't make it to the gym uh, we also have an online workout for every day that there is a studio workout so you have no excuses to not get your results um, you'd be amazed at what you would be amazed at what results you can get from just yourself a sweat towel and a bottle of water so um yeah that's the new program's going really really well and um, on top of that we have the monitors in for everyone as well yes we also we're implementing um in our heart rate training system our polar training system uh we usually have uh in-house monitors for people to borrow when they come in but we are implementing a 
no uh, implementing a uh, initiative where everybody has to have their own monitor so it just makes it more it makes the kind of sign up for the workout and the whole um getting to the gym process just a lot more a lot more efficient and uh, we're current we're currently sold out in all the monitors so we're waiting on another 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 shipment so that's all good news and also you can use monitors at home as well for your yeah. online workouts so that's like, it just interlocks nicely that'll be a main selling point because um again for your online workouts if you can't make it to the gym you can still use your monitor on your phone or if you're going for a run uh just a- any kind of outside activity you can use it and it's really really it's a really really good uh, piece of equipment to acquire um Boom. So um, let's talk about week one of the Kickstarter program. So again, we gloss over it there, but let's go on about the workout. So Monday, we do our circuits. Yeah. Okay. Tuesday, we have upper body. Today, this week, the main list was our chest press and our pullover. Chest press, dumbbell pullover. Boom. Big, big compound movements. You really want to get those numbers up for those. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, it was leg day. Well, what did we do leg day? Deadlift, dumbbell deadlifts, dumbbell squats. Yeah, so the, so for anyone the for anyone listening that doesn't know how our classes work, basically we have three sections of the class. Um, we have a uh, when we're doing when we're tracking our sets and reps, which would be Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. We have a compound section, um, a kind of a, an isolation mixed with compound section, and a cardio section. So we'd have two compound lifts, which on the upper body day just happen to be dumbbell pullover and chest press. Um, on the on the on the opposite section, we have bicep curls, shoulder press tricep extension and Russian twist just to add in a little bit of core there and we've also got fair play remember fair play we've also got um, our cardio section which is of course at fighting fit the boxing bags so that is our 30 minute session kind of put together in one three sets of eight minutes 25 minutes work um, five minutes for a warm up and then we got our stretches afterwards so that's kind of just the base of how our fighting fit session works and it has proven to be very 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 effective um, boom yeah on top of that and then What's your favorite day of the week? Oh, I, ju- I, I, I hate it, but I love it, which is legs. Oh, I, yeah. I'm same. fond of a wee deadlift, to be honest. Yeah, man, I just love moving so much weight. That's uh, yeah. the best way to do it. I, yeah, I, I, classes are just killer as well. I, I hate squats, but I love deadlifts, so it's kind of the yin and the yang. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I like, hate squats so much. Squats, so like, I don't, I don't like that. Squat. I don't like that burn in my quads, but I love that burn in my hamstrings. Yeah. But I also do, I do, like any lad, we do love a good upper body session. Yeah, man. Next week, uh, next week we're doing single arm chest press. So nice. we've got a superset left and right. Um, if you're looking to get stronger, uh, that's the session to really start upping the weights in. Especially, like, if you have good form, uh, you should yep. start lifting lifting some really heavy weights on that one. If you want if you want to make gains for the future, you want to up your push-ups and all that sort of crack, single arm chest press is where it's at. Even if you, let's just say you use two kind of... If you use two 12 and a half kg dumbbells for a chest press, maybe up to a 15 or 17 for your single arm. Yeah. Just to get that isolation and that time under tension. Um, and then on Mondays and Saturdays, we have got our Mondays, we've got our circuit classes. Friday, we have a full body session, so it'll be a mixture of upper body and lower body. And then on Saturdays, we have a longer session, 45 minutes, specifically boxing entailed with a little bit of circuits mashed in there as well. And to be honest, actually, Saturday could be my favorite day of the week uh, yeah, same, for actually. overall gym morale. I just yeah. love Saturdays. 
Yeah, it's kind of everyone. There's just a different vibe to the forty-five minute workout. I don't yeah, know what it is. It's different. It's it's, it's almost like Saturday is like a like a bank holiday. Yeah, in yeah. The gym. And everyone's just super super pumped for Saturday. Good vibes because uh, obviously most people don't work on Saturdays, um, but I think everyone just kind of more people staying after class at the coffee shop and stuff. They're just kind of all oh, the chats and bands going around, and I just I do love a wee Saturday morning myself. Yeah, um, community really does come together. Yeah. I like Saturday evenings as well though. Saturday, Saturday evenings are peaceful because you get to, you got you got your afternoon time where you get to do your recording or like as a, as like right now, we are recording on Saturday, January eighteenth. It's twenty past two. I think we've got about four hours of free time for all our kind of uh, online work and recording, and then we got our two evening classes as well. And what I do like about the evening classes, um, we have two six fifteen and seventeen. Six fifteen will be busy, so. Um, We'll be just doing the kind of regular friend for workout, but sometimes it's very, very quiet for the seven fifteen, and you get to kind of wing it just a little bit, go a little bit off, off uh, topic per se. Just if the class is quiet, kind of do what the people want to do. So if you're interested in that, get into the Saturday seven fifteen session. Yeah, man. you might I, get some say on what you get to do. I like I like doing the seven fifteen because uh, you get like sometimes if Saturday's a boxing session, you split it between boxing and kind of like a circuit, mm-hmm. and for the seven fifteen, even you just get to go. If there's only a few, nearly all boxing, all shorts, yeah, exactly. all do really, really get into the technique and stuff like that there and step it up. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'd say hands down Saturday has to be my favorite favorite session. Yeah, if I'm deciding, it would go. I, I like working out, but it would be Saturday, Monday, then Thursday. They're my favorite. I think mine would be Saturday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, um, Friday. <laughs> yeah, um, but after that, uh, one little thing that I did want to mention. Uh, I did the programming for the Kickstarter uh, workouts and uh, I implemented new test yourself day. Uh, mm-hmm. I changed it around a little bit, but the test yourself day is going to be every three weeks of the program. So next week won't be there, but the week after, we'll be test yourself, find out uh, where you're at fitness, and then six weeks or three weeks later after that, we'll be doing that exact same session trying to do the fitness test. Uh-huh. And um, hopefully, those numbers will go up. So we'll be doing stuff like your, your minute burpee test, minute push up test. Mm-hmm. and then squat test stuff like that there that's why it's very important guys that i know we harp on about it and you might think we're just trying to annoy you about it but tracking your sets and reps is just very important for ourselves to be able to track your progression but also for your for you for you for yourself um like i uh, i can see some people that kind of some people that have been lifting the same dumbbells for a year because they just uh, they haven't they don't if they're not tracking their sets and reps they can't they can't kind of they can't see that they they are ready to move up in the weights or maybe if they kind of let themselves or convince themselves that that weight is still okay for them when more often than not you could probably step it up a little bit so that's why the kind of um, sets and reps is very important to track your progression guys yeah but as well they what I'd like to address here as well is the the mentality around it. So yes. when we're coaching people through, some of the times the mentality we see around it is, um, oh jeez, that's gonna be really hard. Yeah. Oh jeez, that's gonna. It's like the the mentality that I would like you to adopt as your coach would be something along the lines of like, I can't wait to get those numbers up. I can't wait till my form's good enough, my reps are good enough that I can step up to the next weight because the next weight means better gains. Exactly. Or even I can't wait for it to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Again, I love when it's really hard. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'd say that comes down to personality. Some people just hate hard work. Yeah, that's, people, that's they just hate it. They hate it. But depends. I don't love going hard on squats, but I love going hard on deadlifts again. Yeah, yeah. You it's do personal, personal preference, really. You do have your favorites, but um, 
yeah, so do try and be try and be stepping up the weights. I lo- my favorite thing to do in class is to go around and uh, see what weights people are lifting. And if I think it's below your level, mm. I'll walk over. I'll take your weights off you and then replace them with heavier weights. Cause I'm victim to that in the <laughs> past. But um, obviously, Chris was right in the end, so he. I, uh, I was better for it especially ladies as well ladies oh, undersell themselves something serious yeah I feel like they would get like I feel like the ladies go for the for the small dumbbells just uh, I don't even know just I think there's a few different reasons I think one is like I don't want to get big and bulky mm-hmm. and big weights are for big lads yeah. and I think it's that sort of and also it might be very difficult as well only reason I would say the only reason I would go against getting bigger weights for kind of uh, any ladies or any of the newbies is form. Yeah. Like I would much rather once one basically once I once I've taught you uh, to get the form down to a T, then it's time to step it up. Then it's time to put away the baby weights and start lifting some weight that's actually gonna work your muscles. So once you get your deadlift down, I'm gonna expect you to be deadlifting kind of the heavier dumbbells, not the kind of the eight kgs only left in the fifteens, twenties, that sort of thing. Having said that, I have seen a lot of the ladies grab um, heavier weights on leg day. Yeah, yeah. Specifically. Well, I, again, I think it comes around the mentality. Like the yeah. thing that I hear all the time from all the ladies is I've no upper body strength. I've no upper body strength, and it's like you don't work on it enough well it's not not even it's like it's not true they just compare themselves to a strong lad and they're like oh yeah I'm not strong compared to that or they've tried to do a push up before and because they they haven't been able to do the push up they just they completely switch off to the fact that they could be strong because they can't do that push up and they they haven't developed it yet and then once you you like once they, you start getting ladies to do the correct form of the push ups and they start getting down they start understanding that how much effort it takes to actually put out that amount of force and it's like they learn it. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's more like a skill rather than strength built. And once they once they have that skill, well, then they know how to push it a little bit further, and they do it twice, and it builds, and they they do develop the strength. Yeah, I do think learn. I did. I do think learning how to do a push up for kind of the people who haven't really done them before is very important because you can do some damage if you're doing it wrong. Yeah, the amount the amount of people I've seen coming from other fitness classes and stuff like that there where. Um, I would have expected um, someone to correct their form on the push-up. Yeah, is like is shocking, and the amount the amount of internal rotation elbows mm-hmm. popping out, and like the speed at which you do them as well. It's, it's just um, it's just not. It's 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 the push-up is obviously supposed to be chest, uh, shoulders, triceps. But from what I see, it's just insertion of the arm into the blimmin shoulder, and that's just gonna pull your rotator cuff off the back of your off the yeah. back of your shoulder um, that's why like whenever I see anyone like first if for, if I, I look for a few cues in a push up and uh, like I know the first warning sign and as soon as I see that I'm, like, I'm on the floor beside him and I'm like hold up let's start from the start yeah yeah alright on your knees now, the, 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 do you know the hardest the hardest person to coach through the, the push up I think is the eager beaver it's someone that thinks they know how to do it yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's like <coughs> they're not necessarily wrong it's just a better way of doing it a safer yeah. way and um, one of the things that I do want to hop on about with this here as well is with the press up or with form in general the next thing I was going to lead on to was you know, what is good form mm. for, for everyone I know we don't have it written down here but we're just going off on a tangent for it um, good form for let's say we'll use the press up as an example okay is you secure your spine mm-hmm. you secure your first order joint and then you secure your second order joints and then you move through whatever range of motion is comfortable so um, for the press up, brace your spine, so draw the pelvis up, draw your abs in, roll your shoulders down your back, 
uh, secure your shoulders, okay? Grab the floor with your hands, pull the elbows down by your sides. They don't have to be exactly by your sides like a military press up, but they have to not be out in line mm. with your shoulders, okay? You can go a little bit wider, but as long as those elbows are pointing back in some sort of degree and you have torque in your shoulder, you're safe. And then the second order after that is to make sure you develop the mind-muscle connection with the muscles that are working in that exercise. So for your press-ups, the common mistake that I see um, is chest is completely switched off, shoulders are internally rotated and they're really, really heavy on the, the shoulder and the tricep. So mm -hmm. they just muscle through it with big triceps and that's not something I've been doing for for ages till Brandon told me just widen my, my grip a little bit, screw in, and then use your chest more. And when you use your chest more, you're you're more efficient. Yeah. Like you, you can get more reps in. One thing I notice is, uh, especially people new, kind of like people newer to exercise, are not as strong. They their chest and their hips aren't aligned. Yeah, it can be yeah. the hips, chest, chest, hips. Like they're supposed to obviously the ideal push up is one, uh, one together. I tend to see a lot of people come down with just the chest and the hips stay up which is an yeah. uh, injury waiting to happen let's just let's just make this whole podcast about like, push-ups hey, push-ups and just just uh, rave about them right so they, another, another thing you see with push-ups hands under the shoulders what yep. do you think about that what do you think about hands under the shoulders now directly underneath the shoulders yeah directly underneath the shoulders and they come with this here yes I don't know about that it's supposed to be more hands under chest kind of almost in line with your ribs yes what I like Exactly, exactly. And the face or the face punch. Yes, 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 yes. And then the elbows flare out. But um, what I what I like to get, what I've started, I've actually only recently started describing it as this. When you're getting that torque through the floor of your hands, pretend like you're turning on them big old style taps where you have to crank them, and then you crank the elbows in. If you if you screw your hand into the floor, the inside of your elbow should then slightly point forward. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But. This isn't just a useful skill for your press-ups, it's really good for your rows. Like, the, the main thing is that you secure the position of your shoulder. Can you create torque and have a secure spine and have a secure shoulder position, basically? Yeah, that's and you, if you can't do that, you're putting your joints at risk. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, you'll get through the, you, the you, no one say that you won't get through the movement, but you'll probably come out worse off than you started. Well, so if you don't do, do it like that, there are things that could happen, so, um, what do you call it? repetitive strain on the joints yep. um, you're not going to get that mind muscle connection with the muscles that are supposed to be in use um, and you'll overwork muscles that are maybe supposed to be secondary to mm. that movement and like that you, sense of a comp. you can make the push up all tricep even though it's supposed to be a compound movement yeah and if you're looking to isolate the tricep go for it There's if you're looking to isolate the tricep do some tricep extensions <laughs> yeah, or kickbacks kickbacks are kickbacks are very tough I, can't, I feel like they can be done wrong pretty easily though yeah depending but, on the person but they to secure your shoulders, one thing as well that I see from boxing, uh, and one of the things I have to correct all the time is internal internal rotation when people are boxing. So when they go to throw a shot, if you're watching on YouTube, the elbow will come out first and then they'll flick. And usually there's two reasons for that. One is because they don't have a mind-muscle connection with their lat and mm -hmm. they don't know how to secure their elbow in position, or they've been taught to turn your punch, turn your fist down when you punch, which is correct. But if you do it too early, the elbow pops up and then you do a tricep flick mm -hmm. to punch so the punch looks like this rather than that so if you are punching if you're a boxer and a fan you're listening you know your elbows are always flaring up and you're taking those body shots pull the elbow tight punch um, with your palm facing the wall not so much the floor all the way until just before impact and then rotate 90 degrees and aim with that middle finger knuckle 
another thing that I found just when you said about the elbow flaring out with a punch, if you were to have that punch parried, you can end up having your having your elbow pushed back behind your shoulder and then I, I'm not exactly sure kind of like your rear rear delt this happened to me actually recently that's why I'm only talking about it you can really really pull a muscle just right behind your shoulder there yeah. and that is not good because it's been sore for about two weeks when that happened to me but uh, speaking about the boxing just to move on a little bit we went off on a bit of a push up tangent there um, in the next couple yes, of weeks guys in the next couple of weeks guys our boxing courses and our yoga slash plies courses will be getting started again so yoga laddies Yoga Laddies, so if you're interested, um, uh, it's going to be 19 euro, it's going to be, boxing will be on Tuesdays and Fridays, 8.15 to 9.15pm, yoga slash plies will be on Mondays and Thursdays, 8.15 to 9.15pm, both sessions is 19 euro for the two, so that works out at less than 10 euro for an hour per session, or one session for 12, so if you're interested, it's one session for 12, two for 19, um, find for the IRL at gmail.com if you want to if you want to get in touch about the about the upcoming uh, boxing and yoga slash Pilates classes um, quick plug quick plug um, right. moving on yeah the next point after going on about boxing and uh, yoga was motivation and visualization so uh, Gary posted up in the group there asking about uh, motivation yep so uh, what's your what's your insight and motivation now what do you know about it what do I know about motivation? Yeah, just quick. I'll go in a little bit deeper. Just surface level stuff first. Well, motivation is what to say. It, put it simply, it's what keeps you going. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's basically it. It's saying motivation is basically the reason you do anything. So, mm-hmm. um, like if you want to brush your teeth, why do you brush your teeth? So you don't fucking you don't loop. Oh, sorry for cursing, guys. So you don't so you don't get rotten teeth. Exactly. Or so your breath doesn't smell. Usually. Yeah. Usually the main, more powerful motivator is the most immediate sort of one. So if their actions are going to be way down the line, well then you're not really going to it's care important, about them but not It's important but not urgent. Exactly. That And then that turns into an emer- that turns into um, urgent and important, which is um, another important. one of the habits of highly effective people. Again, we did a podcast on that. We've done YouTube videos on that. If you're interested, give that a read. I might do like a two-hour lecture on that soon. Or yep. a six-hour lecture. <laughs> when you're reading the book it is a little bit hard to get into because it's very in-depth but there is a lot of youtube videos that you can lock up that just explain it a lot simpler and a lot easier to grasp but um, i find the youtube videos the little animations are very cool yeah you are um, fight mediocrity fight mediocrity and improvement but they're really good ones what are they books they're youtube channels oh okay, okay. that go over loads of self books and stuff like that there as well cool but um main thing i did a post on this in the group there the other day uh, basically on what's your why Okay, yes. and um, if you really want to learn more about it, um, Jordan Peterson goes into it in a lot of detail. Um, but basically, if you don't have a why, uh, and you're doing anything difficult, uh, the door to leave that difficulty becomes very, very tempting unless you can justify it with a meaningful reason. And like yeah. a meaningful answer, it like means that it has to be important to you. So there's no point in picking one that sounds good for other people or anything like that. There, like. If you, um, there's a cool thing, one of Nietzsche's quotes is, a man who has a why can overcome anyhow. You've heard Stephen saying that hundreds of times. Um, but the main thing is that if you can't justify whatever suffering you're going through with a meaningful reason, you will not go through the suffering anymore. There's no point, there's no reason to. So like exercise is hard, dieting is hard. And if your reason for dieting is like, oh, I just, I don't know, I just feel like I should. Yeah. It's like when the chance comes for you to have your cake or not have your cake, it's like, Cake's good, man. It's immediate and it'll feel good and it's gratifying. So you'll have the cake. Whereas if you 
the, the correct step to this is that like when you have the decision to make, okay, it's like, oh, do I want this? Okay, why do I not want this? Oh, because maybe uh, my kids want me to be alive uh, for when they're getting married. And you've just been to the doctor and the doctor said, oh, uh, you need to change your lifestyle or you're going to die. And like, yeah. that's a meaningful why. That is a very, very meaningful why. Uh, maybe when you were a kid, you were bullied and um, anytime you took your top off around, you were called fatty or whatever the crack is and you're, you're just not confident doing anything like that there. If you pull those emotions out, pull the emotions to those situations and it's like, oh, will I have the cake or not? And then all of a sudden you have this emotion of like um, fear, rejection, uh, disgust with yourself. It's like the cake doesn't become, it's like, it's not even a question anymore. But if you don't have the emotions there, well then you've no real drive to do anything. And uh, I think it's really important that people articulate their why clearly um, and that it's actually a powerful one, that it's meaningful because if it's not meaningful, it will have no power. Does that make sense? It needs to have emotional weight behind it. Um, you need to go level. I think Stephen, Stephen does, did this exercise with the Mindset Mastery people. Of, five uh, levels deep. Five levels. I thought it was seven. Seven levels I think Stephen went seven levels deep. So basically, you, uh, you ask them what their why is. They tell you whatever it is. You go, all right, why is that? They tell you the second reason. Why is that? 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 And eventually you get to the real root of the why, not the big, vague why that we started with at seven number one, seven or five or seven, whatever it is, is the actual why. And it's very, it's very, very hard to get there. Um, but you, you, have to, be, you, have to, you have to be vulnerable. You, have to be vulnerable. you definitely have to be vulnerable. You have to, be, you have to also trust the person that you're, that, yeah, that that's you're telling you to. Even, even when I'm doing it, if I'm doing it with Brian or Steven, like, and the real reason you want to do something, it's like, yeah, it's it's hard to reveal it. You yeah, know, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to show that. Like, like you know, maybe you are a little bit. Like, ninety percent, not ninety percent of the time, but a lot of the time when people, it's about weight loss. It's usually dealing with insecurity. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's hard to admit the fact that you're really insecure and that you don't like yourself because in today's society, like with Instagram, all sort of crap. It's like you have to love yourself. Do you know, what? Mm-hmm. and if you're not loving yourself, it's like you're not living a good life. Do you get me? And a lot of people won't publicly admit that. You know, I'm not happy with myself. And like they won't, they or if they do, they'll be like, ah, no, I'm just, oh, just a little bit pudgy, blah blah blah. And I was like, but I still love me and all this sort of crack. And they won't, like, people, people know how hard they are to themselves, but they just assume that it's just them. Do you get me? Like, yeah. if you, if you, a uh, like, people bully themselves so much where, um, you know, their own voice in their head. You know, like, you're oh, a worst you're, critic. Yeah, yeah, you're a piece of crap. Look at you, you saw it. Like, oh, look at that. No one will ever like they. they you it, gave yourself the identity of being that person. Yeah. Like, so if you look in the mirror and call yourself a fat blah blah, you're going to walk around going, that's just me, I'm that fat guy, I can never be the skinny guy, I'm the fat guy. Yeah, well, the identity is another another thing that you have to overcome as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, I forget what, what I was going with that. You're kind of t- touching on identity. Um, well, what about the self-talk, the negative self-talk? Yeah. Um, and... The people just won't admit to have a negative self-talk, and the only way to, to overcome that is to admit it first, acknowledge that it's a problem, and then start taking steps to, to overcome it. Like the the number one motivation for anyone is to feel secure. That's it. That's usually the number one. It's like I don't feel I, I feel insecure now. I don't, I'm not happy with the way things are, and then I want it. Well, it's like insecurity, and it's like in, because I'm not good enough, and if I'm not good enough, my tribe will kick me out, and if my tribe kicks me out, then I'll die. That's mm-hmm. the way it usually goes. And the feeling, like you, you've probably learned a response when you were a kid and it, that feeling, it's like a gut-wrenching feeling of like, I, like I can't let that happen to me. Does mm-hmm. that make sense to you? Yeah. And if you 
the only way you can like overcome that feeling is to accept yourself for what you are now okay understand that you are a changing growing being and that you can develop and that you can get to where you want to go but it's going to require some sacrifice and if you don't make those sacrifices well then it won't happen yeah. so you need to go like the reason that you want to do something like let's say you want to lose weight you come up with your why and the why is like I don't want to be insecure anymore I don't want that feeling of um, self-hatred or disgust or contempt so, you, know, yeah. I want, I you want have to acknowledge feel, where the starting point actually is to be able to move forward at all exactly I want to feel good about myself again mm-hmm. or maybe it's something like I want my partner to be attracted to me again because I'm that's seeing, awful well, again, like, I know, it's so sad. Again, maybe I'm not articulating it 100% clearly, but the one that hits home for me is like, maybe I don't want my partner to be, or maybe I want my partner to be more attracted to me. Or and I don't want like, them to be embarrassed by me or something like exactly. that. Exactly, and it's like, imagine like the where, that's a real situation for you, and it's like... That's an awful feeling. It is, and if that doesn't, motivate, do you, if that doesn't motivate you to, to do it, well, then it's like, fine, but what will? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, because if your partner... if but you're also afraid that your partner will leave you as well because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then it's like your tribe will leave you and then... Then the insecurity comes back in. Exactly. And then no one will ever love you because exactly. you're a fat piece of... Yeah, exactly. So the takeaway point from this is that if you don't have a wife and when the going gets tough, well then I would put money on that you wouldn't really... You're not going to hit your goal and that you'll take the easy way when... If you're interested in finding your why, guys, um, read a really good uh, lecture or book that by Tony Robbins, Unlimited Power. He taught, he re- he kind of revolutionized the how to find your why, um, and I feel like Unlimited Power. Uh, it's worldwide. It's a very, very, very good uh, book or or seminar. If you want to look it up, give it a listen. Um, I think that'll really, really help anyone out there looking to. Find out in depth with her what, what 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 finding your why is, and then also how to find it. It's good. The five levels deep is a good one as well. Yeah. Good and be honest with yourself. Write it down, and uh, be willing to admit to some stuff that you're not really happy about admitting to. And you don't have to admit it to some. If if you're really really uncomfortable, you don't have to admit it to somebody else. Just first step is admit it to yourself. Exactly. Um, anything else you want to touch on, Chris? Um. Next up, maybe do a little bit on supplementation. Cool. Um, so, um, before we get into the deals and all that sort of crack that we have, okay, um, we sell, what is it, three main supplements? We sell protein, creatine, and uh, BCAs. BCAs. Oh, or and caffeine. Caffeine. Caffeine, okay. So, um, protein. All right, number one thing about protein. Uh, protein is the most satiating food out of all foods. It has the highest thermic effect. And if you're on a fat loss diet, um, like 90% of uh, trainers will recommend you have more protein. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for this is that it will keep you fuller for longer. So if you, let's say, you're on a low calorie diet, you are more than likely going to be hungry. So let's say it's between lunchtime and dinner, and you're about four hours away, and you're starving. You have a protein shake. It's low calories, and it'll keep you full. It will kick that craving. On mm. top of that, it'll ha- it's the building blocks of um, of your muscle. You want to make sure that after a session, uh, you get that in, you can recover effectively. And then anyone that doesn't know, kind of the high. High thermic effect of food is basically it takes your body more calories to digest it. So also it ta- it's more satiating because it takes your body longer to digest it, and it's also um, it's got the high thermic effect, which basically means your body burns more calories to to digest it. So it keeps you fuller for longer while also burning more calories to digest. So again, guys, protein. Um, it's been, a high protein diet has just been shown to be the most efficient diet. 
uh, the most efficient diet around again if you're not into animal protein that doesn't that doesn't mean that you can't get your protein up you know you got all the different kind of lentils kind of corn all that sort of tofu. vegetarian tofu vegan all that whatever whatever you like to do if you're against i know i know there's a big kind of rising these days by vegans so if you are against animal protein there is there is plenty of ways around it there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to hit your protein and uh and uh keep those gains and then on top of that creatine what's so cool about creatine Okay. Gives you loads of ATP. Yeah, so creatine, all right. Uh, number one, it's the closest thing to steroids you can get without actually being bloody steroids, I think. Uh, improves your performance like mad. Uh, it's, most, it's, it's also the most the most researched. tested and researched supplement uh, and also proven to be safe to use. Yeah, on the planet, all right. Yeah. It is, if I could recommend any supplement uh, after a whey protein, it would be creatine. All right, creatine phosphate is the best thing on the planet, or creatine monohydrate, sorry. Um, if you want your push-ups to go from, a, let's say, 30 to 40, a, really, really quickly with minimal effort, just start taking creatine every day, okay? If you want your muscles to swell and you want to a, look a little bit bigger and you're looking to get stronger, creatine will do that for you. If you want your numbers up in the gym, if a, you want to improve the volume that you can a, work at, if you want to improve your power output, creatine is the way to do it, all right? If you want to be able to retain more water and stay more hydrated, creatine is the way to do that. Kind of just just a little simple explanation. Basically, uh, what creatine uh, what creatine does is it basically it fills your body with what a thing called adre adrenocene triphosphate. Adenosine. Adenosine. Sorry, adrenosine. So basically, guys, your body has this ATP, but it only has it in a in a kind of a you get it from kind of different different uh, dietary uh, supplements and kind of like meats and stuff like that. But um, you know your body doesn't make a whole lot of it, and basically what it is is how much power, like how much, how explosive and how powerful you can be uh, when you're performing a movement. And basically what the creatine does is it is it almost it almost quadruples the amount of ATP in your system. And if you take it consistently, and consistently, it'll be able to uh, again, as Chris said, like make you more powerful, more explosive, uh, make you kind of uh, way to put it is it makes you put off failure longer. Yeah, by a little bit basically all creatine does is saturate your muscle with creatine phosphate so you have more energy available for work okay it also helps you retain a little bit more water so it makes muscles swell much as and hydrated muscles perform better uh, than dehydrated muscles too so basically it's a, it's a performance enhancer that's completely legal and completely safe and healthy to use so combine that with pre-workout caffeine and you're going to have one hell of a workout if you want to turn yourself into a beast in one week uh, take creatine every single day for a week and then the next workout you do like take a uh, 150 to 200 milligrams of caffeine and then you are going to have a killer workout uh, one thing to note though about caffeine is caffeine is one of the most addictive substances on the planet mm -hmm. um, it is incredibly easy to uh, overuse and stretch yourself out it can affect your sleep um, sleep is one of the biggest um, factors in performance so uh, make sure you are getting your sleep and that your caffeine intake isn't interrupting it uh, caffeine has a half-life of seven to nine hours so be careful with that and then again just to touch on sleep um no matter what supplements no matter what salads protein whatever you eat if you're not getting efficient sleep you're already you're already 20 to 30 percent even 40 percent like kind of slashing your gains slashing your results because your body just doesn't have the kind of energy stored refuel to do what you're asking it to do um uh, i know so i kind of 
we see like the rock and stuff he says he only gets like four or five hours sleep a night but the rock's also steroids up to the gills yeah, yeah. so again guys um if you think that you can get by and get massive results on four to five hours sleep a night you are fooling yourself sleep is probably the most important the, the most important dietary and performance kind of aid that i would that i would recommend and i know a lot of us struggle with it myself included so uh, again really 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 try and double down on your sleep and uh, that's it for another fine fit podcast guys that seems to be it guys all right Thanks lecture lecture over sorry about talking for push-ups for so long um again just uh Another call, just a little call to action, guys. Uh, the boxing and the yoga slash bodies courses will be starting soon again. Fightingfitirl at gmail.com if you are interested. Um, our lovely manager Jenny will get back to you as quick as possible, and I would look, I look forward to seeing you guys in the gym. Yeah. Anything, Chris? Anything else left? Nope. Let's say it. Perfect. Boom. All right, guys. See you in the next one. <laughs>